Hey everybody, welcome to the Fae Forge Academy. I am your DM, Steven, and with me today, we have Adelaide. Hey, it's Adelaide. Michael. Hey, it's Michael. <laughs> Kai. Hi, it's Kai. Chris. Hello, it's Chris. Emily. Hi, it's me, Emily. How do I do this? I. Hey, it's Steven. <laughs> hey, it's Steven. <laughs> A couple things before we get started. Uh, you may have heard at this point, if you've listened thus far, uh, that we are asso uh, associated, affiliated with uh, Greenleaf Geek which is a dice company uh, and other nerdy uh, tire and stuff. Um. <laughs> are you okay? I was, did you see Chris? No. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Know. I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. I've been sick. Oh. I have a hundred kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happens in my own house, um, but we are affiliated with Greenleaf Geek, uh, and they make amazing handmade custom dice. They sell lots of other cool merch and stuff, too, uh, and if you could use the code FAYFORGE on checkout, uh, you get 10% off your order, and then uh, we get a little bit of a kickback from that as well. We are also affiliated with the best coffee company in all of the land. Hell yeah. Particularly in the TTRPG space, but also outside of that, it's really good coffee. Uh, found Familiar. Uh, so if you like specialty coffee, um, fresh roasted, every time I order coffee from them, um, they, they write down the, the roasted by it, the roasted date. And it's usually within, within like three or four days of it arriving at my house, which is a super big deal because uh, the coffee that you buy in stores is typically like eight to 10 weeks old at that point. And coffee actually does go stale. I don't know if any of you know, you know that, but it does. Um, so this is fresh. It's really high quality. It's super good. Uh, also use the code FayForge there and you get 10% off and that supports the podcast as well. We also have a Patreon where you can find sexy pictures of our NPCs. You can play Valheim with us. You can talk about the show. Um, we have a Patreon only Discord. Uh, and I've been posting some old DM notes recently again. Um, if you want to see how different the show is from what I write down. But uh, yeah, so that's a, that's another great way to support our podcast. And finally, uh, if you would leave a five-star rating and review, uh, specifically on iTunes or Spotify um, or Podchaser, those are the three places where those reviews really help us with, with downloads. Um, and bring this magic to more people, uh, which we love to do. Uh, that's a great thing to do. Or tweet, tweet at us or tweet about us or however you want to share with your friends. Uh, word of mouth is one of the biggest things to help a podcast grow. And we like we like finding new friends. Apparently moms love us, so that's something. Just send us to your mom. Moms love us. Yeah, send us your mom. Yep. And we love moms. Mm -hmm. Mother's Day is coming up. You could, you know, get her addicted and then send her a coffee mug. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's so true. Oh yeah, we do. I, I forget to plug that we have merch. We have merch. Um, if you go to FayForgeAcademy.com, you can find some of that stuff uh, there. And uh, Can we put Professor Perseverance's picture on a mug? Because uh, moms will definitely buy that mug. Yep. I am I, a mom and I will. <laughs> he really does have that, like that art of him is like just looking into a student's eyes like, like tell me what's wrong. What's going on with you? Daddy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. And uh, let's play some D&D, I guess. Not I guess, let's do it. Let's actually do it. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs>
So, Ketla is gone. Kirby has returned with Tyriani to the Court of Dreams, wherever in the Feywilds that may be. There's a sense of tension and mystery that has fallen upon the Feyforge Academy. Some students have left for home. The tensions among the faculty, particularly between Paleo's Perseverance and Rayala Valdirin, come to a head. And with the help of Imelda, uh, the headmistress has been forced from her post. Professor Perseverance is now the headmaster. Another casualty of the forces moving far beyond the school. The faculty has erected a sort of barrier around the tree to keep any more uh, curious students from taking trips to wherever this doorway leads. And in this calm, there seems to be no imminent danger. I would say classes have returned to normal, but that's not really accurate. Uh, classes have returned, but when you, when you go into one of your classes, all the students are sort of distracted. The professors have to do that thing where they start teaching and then a, and then a student will raise their hands asking about, is it safe here or anything that's not related to the class. The students on campus seem to avoid the six of you. Um, you make them uncomfortable. They have seen what you can do in spite of the fact that magic has returned to this world. And some of them are starting to grow some magical talents as well. Uh, what you can do and what has happened at the school and the connection between you and the dangers that have happened um, make them uncomfortable for the most part. But as it turns to winter, what are each of you doing? Does anyone want to start? It's always me. It's always me. No, I, I can. I'm just. I'm just used to this. Like I'm always first into the first into the fold. Apparently. Oh, and I should mention, um, most of Nairine has left. Uh, the airships are gone. Uh, your father has left. He had to return home. Yeah. Kaba is still. I talked to them about sending them back, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kaba. Kaba is still on campus. Um, okay. Rabbit stayed with you. Oh, okay. Uh, where does he stay? Like, is he just like there when I wake up in the morning? Like, is yeah, he, he like he, he has a he has a little stool that sits. It's like right by your pillow. He just sits there, uh, like his head on his hands, watching you while you sleep. Yikes! Uh, <laughs> no, there's a there's when Nairine was there helping kind of with security and whatnot on the campus. There was there's a guardhouse oh, sort okay. of by by one of the entrances. That's where he stays. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um. I mean, is there a holidays in this in this world of of Astria? There are there are some some holidays. I can't remember what the winter one is. I'm looking for the. Um, right. Well, I guess I'll go to Nairine. You, so you're gonna you're gonna head back to Nairine. I guess, like, if we are, if there's nothing to really do other than hang out with the with the squaw, which I love hanging out with the squaw. But if if we're all kind of have left to our own devices, I would probably go back, say hi to um, the chefy chef, chefer, McShefersons, who's got me started on this journey. Um, check on the my family, and check on the royal family. Not really check on them, just get the tea. That's what Besky's doing. He's really just getting the tea. He's not, hang, he doesn't want to hang out with the, the royal folks. Yeah. He just wants to... Well, because they, they had mentioned that there was some stuff happening in Aireen and, and whatnot. Um, yeah. So, oh, and you know what? Because I know that. Oh, wow, Besky, sheesh. Okay, so because I know that 
Uh, who was the lady who disappeared and we, we couldn't find her and she was in Nairi and got busted out loose? Like, yeah. who, who was that? Vespin Willow Song. So, uh, Willow Song. So, honestly, I, I, while also there in Nairin, while getting tea, I will probably try and see if I can find any trace of Willow Song. So, I'll visit the library because we, we have like the most knowledgeable, powerful library, right? Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, Ooh, Bessie is probably gonna try and like go to the seedier parts of Nairine. Let me see if he has like any sort of spells to change how he looks. Because if he does, then he's definitely doing that. If not, then he's not doing that. Feel free to change it. You just leveled up. Okay. So yeah, I will actually. I picked this guy's self just for this RP moment. Yeah. So he'll go to the seedier parts of town and try and figure out anything about Vesper Willow Song. Because like. Yeah, he was in school, and yeah, he's going to be getting with some more recipes from the chef, but, like, at the same time, he probably is going to miss doing... Like, even on vacation, he's going to... He's, like, you know, PTSD. He's going to miss, like, trying to... Ex investigate, you know, uh, matters of concern or, like, maleficent people, and so... Yeah, so so the the travel to Nairine takes takes about a, about a month. There's no airships currently at the, the port, uh, mm -hmm. Baron Hollow, so you have to actually take like a boat. Yeah, well, I got a message on my, <laughs> on my book. I'm just gonna can I can I get my get my dad on the hotline? Yo, what's up? Like, <laughs> send the <this> ship. <laughs> that's yeah, that's fine. That's I'm, I'll I'll accept that. Um, <laughs> uh, so you get your cust your custom uh, Nairinian prince ship flies to the, flies to the academy to pick you up. Um, All right, cool, 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 cool. Uh, as you as you head back to Nairine, uh before you get there, why is there so much ladies on this prince? <laughs> Are you all my aunties? Like, what's going on? Oh my god! Um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Mommy, <laughs> she's like that. Um. <laughs> so uh, as you uh, head to Nairine, uh one of the nights when you sleep. Uh, you feel that that warmth of Wylena, uh, the tattoo on the back of your neck, sort of not quite burns, but like you know, if you put icy hot on, mm -hmm. it's like it's like that feeling um, on the back of your neck, uh, enough that it wakes you up. As as you you wake up in your in your princely room, uh, seated at uh, at a desk uh, with her feet on the table. Uh, is Wylena. She looks at you and says, I've, done, I've not got long, Besky. How are you? Um, I guess okay, just anxious. Um, I haven't had downtime before, so... Is it... Maybe I'm anxious because I feel like I should be doing something? So that's great you're here. Um, is there something... What's going on? That anxiousness has always been a part of me, too. I understand. You may have noticed that the world is changing again. Um, you're playing. Uh, and you notice you notice as she's talking, you see kind of like ripples of like light, and you can get the sense that she's not actually there. Um, mm -hmm. uh, she's communicating with you somehow. Uh, the magic's back. I don't know if that's good or bad for you yet, but I think you can come find me. Oh, really find me. Okay. I mean, sure. I mean, you've always 
I guess that's polite. Like, you've always come to see me, so... Um, I guess it's my chance to see you. I, I need you to do something. Okay. I need you to free me. Oh, okay. And you, and you can't bring Ariadne. Is she okay? Yeah, she's fine, but there's just some things that might happen that she's not ready for. She's not... She's a Valkyrie. She's from the plane that I'm from. You're right. That means there's a lot of things that she's taught that you could call it, uh, they're sort of white lies, mistruths. Things that aren't, that are presented as fact that are a little bit more gray. Sure. I mean, we have that here in the kingdom of Nairine, so I get that. Yeah. But no, yeah, I, I trust you. If... And, and she will keep you from being who you can become. Oh. In this instance. I'm glad that you have her as a friend. I think she's on a good path, but this is for you. When do I need to go? There, sooner would be better. I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, there are forces moving towards the academy. Um, If and when it falls, that's when you need to come find me. It will be very, very easy. There will be more of this planar collision that has happened. Uh, there will be rips between the material plane and other places. Follow my star, and you will find me. Uh, are you saying that the Academy's going to fall? And then go? I'm saying it's a very real possibility, whether it falls or not. Okay. That is a beacon for some forces as you've probably already figured out there's a lot that centers around that place um, and when those forces collide okay well um, it will be very easy for you to leave Avastria do I have to wait that long or can I you can try um, that that crystal that starry crystal that you have <laughs> if you can find the place uh, around the campus where that fits, that would also get you closer to me. Okay. Um, hmm. Can I have at least a weekend? I mean, I just got, I haven't really done, I, I, the weekend's coming up. It's, you know, I was excited to hang out with some people and I would at least, I, I would like at least a weekend. Can, can I, can I have a weekend? I, I, I don't know. All right, just Saturday then. All right. <laughs> <laughs> These are, these are forces that are not... I don't control any of them. I just... And she starts to fade out. You can see her start to, like, strain. And you see what looks like a, a sweat droplet, but it's more blood-like. It kind of drips down, um, kind of from her brow, uh, down the sides of her cheeks. Uh, you see her strain. I'm only watching. All right, I'll see you soon. Besky, good luck. The world needs you. And she fades away. But you do see on, on that desk, there are a few droplets of blood. Um, what? I'm going to get a uh, one of those round cotton pads. And I'm just going <laughs> to dab those and put it in my pocket. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm a warlock. What do you yeah. want? Like, I don't know. It's <laughs> She's ble- there's, a, there's a holy being bleeding, like, in most cases, in most places. 
people go wild for that, even though it's not real. That's true. That's true. Okay. Um, so you're able, you get, you get to Nareen. Why don't you um, roll me first a deception check with advantage? Cause you you said you were going to use um, like disguise self-correct as you're kind of looking for mm. um, leads on Willow song. Uh, and then, uh, and then I will need an investigation check. 21 for deception. Okay. 22 for investigation. Okay. Who this? Yeah. So you land kind of in the, the, there's some special air, air docks in the palace area where you live that most ships mm-hmm. don't have permission to land in. You land there, you're greeted by your family. Uh, your dad gives you a, a big hug. There's, there's definitely, as he's seen you grow, um, there's been a noticeable respect, even though he still kind of struggles with you doing things differently. Uh, mm. He's definitely grown to respect you. Uh, your mother runs up, um, gives you the, Besky, I can't believe how much you've grown. It's grabbing your face. You mm-hmm. Are you eating enough? Are, all of those sorts of things. Um, I hug down at her now, because I, I used to have to hug <laughs> yeah. up or at the same level. Yeah. Um, your father's told me so much about what has happened. I'm, are, are you, are you safe? Are, do you think, mom, do you think you should go back? What? I, yeah, I think I, I might, uh, well, I might have to go back sooner than later, but. Okay. Oh God. Um, okay. That's fine. You're okay to have dinner and it's good to see you. And. Oh, I already prepared your favorite meals. Um, oh, this. Yeah. There's plenty of food. Raj Raj oh. helped me. Um, lots of lots of great things. Come on. Is he eating with us? Yeah, yeah, of course. So you have this this wonderful meal, your family kind of chats. It's very it's it's very for the most part on the surface. Um, just catching up. No, Stephen. And we need the tea. The the royal tea, okay? <laughs> I also requested That's true. Royal That's true. Tea. That's fair. So, so at dinner, your mom, your mom is complaining constantly about how much your dad has been, been working, um, spending all his time in the library trying to figure things out. There's talk about disappearances. Your, uh, cousin Totaka, who is the, uh, who is the, the true prince, the true heir of Nairin, uh, King Aza's son. He has been kind of shirking responsibilities, running around, um, being being young, not wanting to take anything seriously right now. Um, so there's some, there's some. Oh, so those, those weren't my aunties on that. Show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, your, your aunties? No. Why would you? You know who your aunties are. Why would there be? You always like say there's this new auntie I didn't know about. Oh. No, Besky, your, your cousin is out of control. Okay. So don't spend too much time with him unless you think you can straighten him out. But he's not listening to any of us. Mm. That's not my problem. I'm not doing that. I mean, that's how that's how we feel. But I got bigger problems. There's been some disappearances recently too, actually. Um, oh, like who? Oh, just one of the governors uh, is is missing, which is very concerning. Your father's been working very hard on that. Um, he looks he looks at your mom, says um, says Alta. We said we would not talk about that right now. Besky has enough things to deal with. He doesn't need to worry about about things of that nature. Um, and Besky, do you have a childhood friend? I mean, it was that dude, but now oh, t- Prince. It was Totaka. Uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, 
you know, when, you know when you're like growing up and you're you're close, and then you leave for a bit, and you just significant changes. You come back, it's like, yeah, I'm good. I don't. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then, um, then your mom says, and uh, Besky, uh, one of the others is uh, Rabbit's. Rabbit's wife is gone. What? Um, do you have any details? There was some sort of. There's been these, I don't know, like, your father thinks the best way to describe them is portals or, or, or tears in reality. And there was one that happened in their neighborhood and part of their house and her are gone. How long ago was it? And how long ago did Willison get free? Oh, timeline-wise, Willow Song's been been gone for a few months now, uh, and this this happened maybe just a few a few weeks ago. Okay. So, um, I guess I'll probably go look at the site and look into some things. Um, I mean, I only have like a day or two here, but and so that's 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 sort of all the all the yeah um, yeah the tea stuff as you. Sure. As you um, kind of transition into asking around town, kind of heading to the darker parts of uh, Nairin, um or the capital, at least, um, with your, you said a 22 on investigation? Yeah, 21 and 22, respectively. Okay. Yeah, so it seems like nobody nobody recognizes you from what you can tell. And and you start you start to ask around, um, and, and you're led to uh, this person who just just is they they go by they go by the shadow just something generic they have a little a little booth uh in this seedy little little bar um they always have their cloak covering their eyes you can only see their mouths uh as you approach uh they say here you've been asking about willow song why is that i guess i will also have like darker more roughed up robes um, that looks like maybe I came from some sort of influence, but like that has seemed to gone away. Yeah. Me and Willisong uh, worked back in the day uh, together. That's that's what I'm looking for. She said when uh, when she busts out, start start looking. A little slow on the uptake, huh? Well, I had some personal matters to sort out. Um, some people to take care of. You know, those things get a little, um, you gotta be careful in there, They're really, uh, people have been on edge. That's true. Bad for business. So, last I heard about Willow Song, she, uh, she found a ride on a, uh, a ship headed down south to, uh, some isles, islands, just just north of Terran, which that's on on the map of Avastria. That's a southern continent. Uh, said she was looking for some sort of key, some sort of ancient relic. Yeah, um, I remember her saying that. That's one of the few places she's mentioned. I just there are a couple locations, and if I go to the wrong one, that's that's another couple months wasted. So. Uh. I believe I believe I heard the Crescent Isles, and uh, and then he looks at you and says, 
and you're gonna pay for this information, right? Looks at, uh, there's, there's a few other tables around. About four thug-looking fellows, also cloaked, uh, with weapons very clearly exposed, come, come to the table. I'd hate to uh, have to have you pay in some other form besides gold. Um, I probably would have. I, I am. I'm gonna go into uh, my mom's uh, jewelry drawer and probably take like 500 gold okay. from it before I, I came over. Okay, that's just a casual 500. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's cash. <laughs> that prince life. <laughs> it's, it's an allowance. It's an allowance. <laughs> are you? Are you? Is that how? Are you giving him all of that? Yeah. Oh, he says. Oh, I apologize for my uh, my brashness. I never know who's gonna try to use me, and who's gonna actually pay. Uh, gives a nod to these four individuals who kind of cover up their weapons again. He gives each of them like a handful from the bag. Uh, one of them pats you on the shoulder. Uh, you hear, you're always welcome here, my friend. Um, uh, before he touches me, I, I just, I just look at him and say, "My hands." As as that as that hands going forward, it just stops. Very well. <laughs> uh, as he did that too, just for flavor, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Arthur my fist, and it's gonna start like just preparing the the magic missile cast. Like, I'm not actually gonna do it, but it's just, it's emanating. Can you, why don't you describe that a little bit? So like I said, I Arthur my my arm, and uh, it's just like, I'm in a, I'm standing tall, I'm in a, in a, in a more aggressive posture, and when I, when I tighten my fist down, you just start seeing, um, because it's innate, it's kind of mm-hmm. warlock, it's not like a, 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 a wizard. Although I am a wizard, so probably a little bit of both, actually. You'll see me like do a quick incantation, which is like half of it, if anyone knows, like incantations. And then you'll see uh, the magic missile kind of trend down my arm, like running down it, like in like interweaving. And then right before I do half the incantation, I stop it and then clutch my fist and then it'll just like start emanating and vibrating and pulsing. Uh, as that and the, the four the four kind of enforcers back off a little bit. Uh, I'll give you some nods of respect. Uh, Pay is good, right? Very. The shadow says, um, you seem to have some interesting talents, perhaps. Uh, after you find Willow Song and do whatever you're going to do, uh, you and I could work together in some capacity. We'll see. Once I'm done with Willow Song, I do the, the Sith turnaround. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Uh, so with that, uh, the rest of your time in Nairin is yeah. is pretty casual. Your dad, you actually don't see your dad much. He, you can, you get the sense that he is working himself, um, almost almost working himself to death. He looks exhausted every time you see him. After after a month or two, or actually, you decided you were just going to stay for a weekend. After after that weekend, um, you say your goodbyes and head on head on back. Hey, while Besky's flying back from Nairine to the Forge Academy, don't forget to stop by greenleafgeek.com and use the code Forge on checkout on all the curated sets of dice or merch and stuff. You get a little discount. Um, or if you're feeling real fancy, go order yourself a custom set of dice from Greenleaf Geek. Um, 
the discount code doesn't doesn't apply because there's a lot of resources that go into making custom sets and Leah will make the set of your dreams come to life. Uh, whether that's based on a character or just colors you like or themes you like, uh, it's perfect. Uh, with that, let's uh, see what our other students are up to. I would like to jump to Ashrin. So Besky has left on a ship. Most recently you have uh, encountered what seems to be an ancestor of sorts, at least their spirit uh, on campus. In this calm, as winter is, is coming and these different things you've experienced, what what are you doing, Ashrin? Um, I think School isn't going on anymore, right? It it is technically, um, but like I said at the beginning, it's 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 very everything's very tenuous, and there's like just a lot of tension in the air. the The six of you have kind of had permission for a while now to do what you want, um, especially now that Perseverance is is the headmaster. Um, as long as if you're focused on on things revolving around the school, they don't really care. Well, then I'm definitely not going to do that because I wouldn't do what they wanted me to do. <laughs> I... Ashwin's Rebellion is going to class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, so I'm going to spend a lot of time, I think, out in the forest um, contemplating thinking. Um, I think... She used to do a lot of crafting with the wood and creating animals and putting life into them. Um, I think that she's doing a lot of that while she's trying to figure out at night, probably going to the library, trying to figure out... <laughs> Sneaking to the library. Oh, God, the library, yeah. <laughs> uh, trying to figure out what what this ritual I saw in the crystal was, how to get people out of it or souls or beings or essence or whatever it is that went into it, um, where that crystal might be, if there's any like history on my family heritage or anything like that, lean, lineage in, in anywhere, just trying to find any information I can. And then yeah. as a druid, kind of connecting back into the forest as well. So in during the day when you're kind of spending time in the forests amongst the trees, um, not every day, but some of the days, Arya, your sort of mentor comes and visits you. A lot of what happens is quiet. Um, she doesn't come to teach you necessarily. She just comes and sits uh, also also whittles and um and whatnot uh and just and sort of waits if you have any questions but doesn't doesn't prod so if there's anything you would want to ask or anything you can if if you're just carving why don't you give me uh roll roll um kind of spending a lot of time why don't you roll 46 46 and then and then add your decks and proficiency bonuses that worked, right? 16 plus my dex, okay. two, yep. 18 okay. plus what? Uh, your proficiency bonus. Four, so 22. Okay. Yeah, so as you as you kind of slowly work on this project, uh, 
being more and more amongst the forest and the trees and nature and kind of connecting more with your the druidic side of of yourself um what 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 sort of object would you be whittling a bat a bat okay um so you basically you create this bat and and the magic that you infuse with it um it almost it's not quite a familiar um but once basically once per day you can bring it to life and it can go anywhere within 150 feet of you and bring back some information Ooh. and but only you can com- only you can communicate with it okay Thank you. Let me add that in here. Now, as you search through the library at nights, give me an investigation roll. (laughs) Sixteen. Ashrin, as you as you start to look through the library, you had last time, um, or prior to going down to the mausoleum, you had found a little bit of information. As you kind of continue looking in these spots, you get kind of pulled deeper and deeper into the library. And one of these times, you feel that familiar coldness. Uh, you feel that familiar coldness of the ghost. And as you're as you're reading through, you find some more information about these these rituals and stuff. Uh, though it's it's not very clear. Uh, it's all more just like guesswork. Uh, and that that cold appears behind you, and she says. You're not going to find that here. Where am I going to find it? If you're going to find it anywhere, it's with Morwell, wherever she has fallen. She created that. We created that together. How do I find her? I'm, I, I've looked everywhere. I've done everything I can. I, I'm lost. I know. She looks at you and says, your friends, one thing that I always found is when I was with those who cared about me, we could find answers. There are there are magic ways that you can find things that are lost. I don't remember them. I don't. She sort of fades in and out too. I think in like, is she like kind of like a like a like smoky or like um like a th- I think very I get ethereal. yeah I think I get angry and I like mess up the air around there like kind of like it's like an indication like leave me alone and like you know, brush the air away or whatnot and stomp back to the library and... Uh, as you stomp away, you hear her last whisper as as kind of that, that flourish that you do. She sort of starts to fade away again. But you hear, I'm sorry, my daughter. I keep stomping. I'm moody. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I try to find Eradne, and I tell I tell her about if I run into her, I tell her about. Yeah, I'll I'll say I'll say um, as you as you kind of stomp out. There's not a lot of people in the library at night. Um, as you start stomping out, Ariadne, you would hear you would hear the echoes of someone stomping towards the exit. Oh, oh, quiet, quiet, please, in the library. <gasps> Is Ashrin? Yes. All right, I need a spell. I need something. What are you doing here? 
I don't. I mean, not that you're not allowed, you know, but I mean, just, I. Uh, trust me, I don't want to be here. Uh, I mean, can, can I help? Yes, I need a spell. I need something that can help me find a magical item. Um, I, first of all, let me see the area I can do that herself. I can s- sort of do that. As long as you know the area that it's in, I can I can find that for you. I don't know. Okay, so you need... Okay, it's... There, there's a spell. I know that there's a spell that's like this in 5e. That's like locate magic item or something, mm-hmm. right? Locate object, okay. I think, is what it's called. Locate object, okay. I have that. I just don't have it prepared. So I guess well, I, mean, I could role play learning it. Yeah, and I mean we're we're doing a time hop, right? So you've got mm-hmm. months, so you can you can you can change what you have prepared. I mean, theoretically, we can our powers combined. <laughs> the spell can locate each object known to you as long as you've seen it up close at least once. I would say the vision would count. In anywhere in the world, I can find it. Oh, it has to be within a thousand feet of me. So I need to know a general place that it would be first. Well, have you looked up the history books on the item? They tend to have a lot of information about that kind of thing. It's shocking, I know. I literally snort fire. (laughs) (laughs) Have you looked at your butthole? (laughs) <laughs> Ariane's been spending a little bit too much time with rain, probably. <laughs> so I would check the history section. Uh, can you roll a... I wish there was like a recall information skill specifically. Can you roll a... Um... It's, her, it's called the Her Story roll, of course. <laughs> her Story. <laughs> um, I'm just going to... So, um, okay. Um, actually, so here's here's a couple here's a couple pieces that I'm going that I'm going to give you. Um, who saw which vision? No, rain saw rain saw that. So in some of the in some of the things that have been communicated, um, there is a lens. That <gasps> That's my lens. Been, okay, has been seen. Oh yeah. In some of the visions. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Ariadne, and it matches the description matches exactly with what Ariadne has. Right. Ariadne has also seen a um, a statue of Morwell. Yes, I have. That that emotionally reacted to her. Uh, and then Blossom had a lot of stuff. There's also a potential that I would have been in the library at very many points as you've well. Got, you've got library vibes. Yeah. Also, anything that Rain saw, especially because Rain knows that there's some connection between whatever's going on with Rain's stuff and with Ashrin's stuff, Rain would have told Ashrin whatever was in their vision. So Ashrin yeah, would have so, that. So basically, the, the pieces that would all connect would be um, there was a fairy that was involved with um, Are, who was this, who was Morwell's best friend, best dragon friend. As we all have. Yeah. Are protected and they were roommates protected that's no uh lyra was the roommate Um, (laughs) (laughs) my special friend yale (laughs) gal pals yeah um so ra protected the eladrin like basically magic items one of those items that ra protected was this lens um 
there was the in the vision you saw, Ashrin, Morwell was petrified by um, uh, who you would all be able to put together as this this one of the ascended named Saloon the Shadow, um, who was working with another individual who basically transformed Are into um, who was Morwell's best friend into Arvea, this um, mind controlled essentially dragon. Um, that betrayed Morwell. Um, so those are all the pieces together. Oh, yeah, okay. So I'm going to walk up to, like, the side of a bookshelf and, like, start, like, just, like, you know that frustrate where you, like, tap your head against... Well, okay, I don't do that in real life, but you're tapping my head against it. And, like, every time I tap my head, there's, like, a little scorch mark in the side of the... <laughs> uh, the bookshelf. And then all of a sudden, I, I think it just, like, hits me and I... Turn to Air Adney. Where's your lens? Uh, okay, I'll 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 lend it to you, but you have to be very careful. Very careful. I don't know how to use it. You have to use it. I just have to tell you. We have to. F- how do you use it? Um. Well. Uh. It's actually pretty easy. You just kind of- I like start like as she's talking. I'm like sh- like kind of like shaking her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh. He just. You know. You hold the lens and you think really hard. Please, please stop. <laughs> Where's I, Rain? I, I don't, I don't know where, wherever Rain is. <sighs> and I like grab your hand and we start walking towards wherever the lens is. <laughs> that would be in the door. You would know uh, Rain left at the very beginning of the this kind of time period. So after we got back from this episode mm. with Kaz's grandmother, Rain has been gone. Okay, like you went out into the Feywilds? Yes, I did tell y'all where okay. I was going, so I told you I was right, going okay, to the okay. Feywilds, and I would be back eventually. Oh, right, okay, okay. Well, I'm assuming then I don't grab your hand. I just say, when we find rain. Um, but yeah, I'll take you to the, I'll take you to the lens. Um, and once we get back to the dorms, I'll, I'll pull it out. It's, it's pretty big. It's like, like serving, giant serving plate sized, I think he said. And I mean, all you have to do is just think of the plane that you want to go to and you can go into it. Only for like 10 minutes and then it puts you back. But we can try and find it. Or I uh, hmm. If I open the plane with the lens can Ashran walk through it or does it still have to be me? So so um, the way it works is essentially scrying. Um, okay. So you're not necessarily walking through Okay. Your consciousness is entering through. Okay. Um, I think. I think. Oh yeah, because we can only be detected by true sight. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I think I think I'm. Uh, sorry, that was just a, a side explanation. I think I'm okay with you with Ariadne like guiding Ashran through how to do it. Okay. Yeah. I can do that. Um, I and I don't th- I don't think you can interact with anything in there, so it's not like you can take the item, but. I mean, sure, we could try. I stare at it. Is anything happening? <laughs> I I mean, I... We have an act... Okay. Why is nothing happening? <laughs> okay. Okay. Center yourself, Ariadne. Center yourself. Okay. <laughs> Hold the lens. Both hands. Why don't you sit down? Sit down. <laughs> so I sit down and cross my legs. And then I, I'm going to put it in her... I'm going to put it in her lap... And put your hands on either side of it. 
and you're going to think of the plane that you want to go to. Close your eyes. I, I don't know what plane I need to go to. Close your eyes! <laughs> How am I supposed to see in the platter if my eyes are closed in the lens? It's it's in your mind. So just for for my reference, where are you trying? What are you, where, 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 what? Adelaide has no fucking idea. I'm, I'm trying to find the dome. The stat, like the statue of Morwell. No, the the the, the crystal, the like the crystal Eden tree. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And are you casting locate object, or are you? Um, Can I use locate? Or are you just using the tree, or are you using them together? I'm using the lens and locate object together. Okay. So. You start to do that. Uh, Ariadne, watching from the outside, uh, you would watch Ashrin's hair start to basically turn into flame. Oh, okay. The lens begins to glow. Ashrin, you feel yourself almost separate from your body and enter into this mirror. Um, As you start to look, combining what this mirror can do with locate object, you find yourself staring at yourself. Ah. There is a faint orangish glow around your entire body. Uh, What would I do? Uh, I think I just, I wave at myself. Is it like an exact me? It's it's you holding the mirror. Your hair is on fire. The glow around you is, uh, as you're familiar with the magic you use, is indicating that that's where the item is. I throw the lens to the side, which probably makes Ariadne sad, mad. She's just, just, she's just cringing on the outside. I don't even think Ashwin can see. I guess you tossed it aside, so you come back out. As you, as you toss it aside, uh, you kind of come back in your body. Your hair, your hair goes back to normal. Um, it clatters, clatters, and echoes through the mostly empty library. Well, evidently, I eat crystals because it's just showing me myself, and I like rub my face. Um, that sounds like a metaphor you should probably think on for a while. Uh, and one one last piece um, that was it was sort of a small thing from a few sessions ago. When you were researching these sorts of spells, um, you, I don't remember if it was Ashran or Ariadne who figured this out, but uh, these spells create basically hosts via the crystals to uh, hold portions of individuals like souls, but separate from their, their actual identities. It's essentially a way to create a new being. So if I thought on this, would I think that that had been transferred into me at some point? Mm-hmm. Oh, she's inside me. D&D after dark. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. Uh, I think I'd go out into the forest again and I'd just think on it and kind of come to that realization that, you know, that I'm a host now and that my next step would probably be finding the statue is that right yeah i would say a probably a more accurate conclusion that you would come to is um given how that magic works and describes and what ariadne has passed on to you 
you are essentially the magic child of Lyra and Morwell. Holy shit. You are, you are their heir. And so all these different things, all these different things mentioning an ember needing to be lit, like to bring back Morwell, these different visions and almost like prophecies are about you. They're not about Morwell. You know, I just I just keep that to myself for a while, I think. And, uh, uh, you know, just deal with the realization of all of that. And I think that that's all I do in the time till everybody else gets back. And I decide to share that. Okay. Ariadne. Mm-hmm. You are doing Defense Against the Dark Arts training, correct? Yes, I am. Uh, I think this is a great opportunity for uh, Blossom to be involved as well. Hello. Okay. (laughs) So uh, why don't you describe how how you, and I I imagine it would be your sister Aliana would be be a part of this as well, right? Yeah. um, She's the more fighty type. Um, So uh, I think over over like the course of a week or two, Ariadne would have put up little signs, sign-up sheets around the school that just advertise um, uh, strength training. I think she's a little hesitant to say, like, learning how to fight mm-hmm. um, and uh, survival skills. Yeah. And uh, as, like, the day comes nearer, like, she'll be out in the courtyard, like, she's gotten all her little weapons lined up. There's some, like, little poles, like, for staffs or, like, wooden sticks. Uh, I don't know. Maybe she's gotten cause to kind of whittle her down some things. Um or like one of the other professors, just like real basic standard array. And it's just like standing out there expectantly, like three hours early. Yeah, <laughs> classic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> your sister and, and Alion, the, um, your giant puppy. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't, th- I can't remember what kind of creature he's called. It's a Simurg is what it's Simurg, called. thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Matt Mercer started using after we started using him. Ah. Uh. Sue. Just saying. Sue. Or you sued. Matt Mercer, if you're listening to us. Yeah, Matt Those Mercer. are your only two options. <laughs> Pay us a lot of money or be on the show. We will sue you or you'll play with us. We'll see you in LA or we'll see you in court. Yeah. <laughs> in hell. This is a joke. Please don't hate us. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, there's a couple there's a couple professors who do join you. Okay. Yeah. So Crick on Tala. The Goliath who actually helped in a fight. Oh, I love them. He shows up. Mm-hmm. Is he the one that I invited to cause his... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He stands there with a little accordion. <laughs> so he comes. I don't know if y'all remember this this professor, but this old half-elf named Kaylin Shadowleaf. I do. Was the first class you ever went to. Uh, so she's she comes out. She's got a cane. Uh She's walking, uh, but she also on her back has a great sword. Nice. Um, Hell yeah. So you're you're not a hundred percent sure she can actually pull it out of its sheath. Um, but she has it. And then Marigold Goodearth is this wiry little halfling who uh Blossom, you would recognize as one of your uh culinary arts professors. Great. Um uh she's there uh with a frying pan and a butcher knife. 
I also show up with a butcher knife. Um, oh my! Actually, no, no, no. Scratch that. I show up with a bread knife. Like one of those really long serrated ones. The nice ones. serrated ones. Nasty. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Uh, and then uh, and and a few a few students. Not very many. There's a couple though that that do that do make their way, uh, including Thomas McFan. Um, oh. Who shows the kid up? Kid, I bullied. Mm-hmm. Should we tell him to fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> so after after you arrive three hours, these these all these people arrive on time, mm-hmm. sort of in the courtyard. And your sister and Alion and all of these, there's probably ten people gathered. Mm-hmm. I'll look at you. Say, uh McFan, McFan speaks up, says, So um what are we doing here? Well, I thought, um, you know, the sign-up sheet was pretty specific. It was well, not. Well, I mean, I mean, we're just standing here, though. Are, are oh, we gonna... uh, yeah, right. Um, uh, uh, we, we, let's get started. Um, so I, I've noticed over the past couple months that the school isn't very good at defending itself. No offense, professors. Um, <laughs> but since I was in the army, and my sister here was even better in the army, um, I thought we might could show you some basic defensive stances in the case that, you know, if anything else ever happens again, which it shouldn't, but we have a track record. We're like a lightning rod for disaster. Um, one of the kids, one of the kids uh, speaks up. It's uh, a little gnome. Um, probably, probably 18, 18 or 19 years old. Uh, isn't that, isn't that your fault? Stuff keeps happening here. Uh, you fail. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, yes. Uh, I turned, I, I turned to whoever this is and I glare at them and I go, well, I haven't seen you doing anything to try to help like the rest of us. So... Uh, and I think I inexplicably uh, cast vis- vicious mockery on that child. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Oh no. <laughs> because okay. it, I insulted them, uh, mm-hmm. and because I can. <laughs> Amazing. Kids. That. So that poor child has to take, make a wisdom saving throw. Yeah. No. Uh. Co- uh it, they have a commoner stat block, which means it's like eights across the board, which means they rolled a zero. Oh mm. great! <laughs> uh, they take one point of psychic damage. <laughs> Uh, they look taken aback God. and do that that kind of shrinking to the back like quietly. Um, <laughs> Blossom looks slightly embarrassed that she did that. And you do see you do see a little bit of like there. There's a little watery, not quite tears, but their eyes are watering a little bit. <laughs> oh God. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I have laid out here an array of uh, weapons. So if you would like to choose choose one of your of your choice of your choosing uh and Aliana s- s- kind of steps up uh make sure that your weapon uh is something that you feel comfortable um and strong enough to wield it's very attractive to take the biggest uh but if you can't wield it you're going to get your help yourself hurt at best killed at worst I started out with a stick myself and she's she's uh, been working kind of with the woodworking people um, to craft a bunch of like wooden wooden uh, weapons. And so there's there's spears, there's some like great sword sized things, and all all the students kind of grab grab something 
Um, McFan says, why are we using wooden sticks? Is What's a wooden... Well, um, I mean, you know, uh, metal is, is dangerous and expensive. Um, and I don't want to get in trouble, hmm. really, for injuring a, and maiming a, a student. Because that would actually be my fault. Whatever. I could use a, I could use a real sword safely. Uh, instead of a wooden sword, I pull out a rolling pin. <laughs> um, your your halfling professor says, "Oh, that's a that's a wonderful idea. Uh, do you have anything that's a little bit more flatter, sort of like my my pen?" Um, no. Uh, tree tree branch. <laughs> I sh- sure. I guess. I guess. Uh, I'll, I'll probably just use. <laughs> I, a, I didn't a, make any wooden. No, I'll, bring, pants. I'll use a rolling pin as well. That seems that's something I'm used to. Rolling pin works. That that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, and, and everybody kind of slowly gathers their stuff. Um, why don't you roll me a? I'm ac- I actually want you to roll me a um, an attack roll. Okay. Kind of kind of showing your uh, your prowess with weapons. But yeah. In, okay. But instead of but instead of your um like dex or strength modifier, whatever you'd use for your your primary weapons, I'd like you to <laughs> use your uh, charisma bonus. My charisma bonus. Okay. Kind of since since you're sort of teaching. Okay, so this should be a plus nine. Oh, so Damn. An extra one. Okay, so twenty two. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So, so for your first lesson, uh, it you kind of have those nerves that you've been been role playing really, really well, um, as as it gets started. But but once y'all start kind of getting into it, you and your sister almost jump right back into like being siblings and going right. through training and going through this Valkyrie thing. Yeah. There is. We're demonstrating on each other. Mm-hmm. And, and and I I imagine that it it sort of rubs off watching like as you two start getting back into that Valkyrie training mode where you're training mm-hmm. really hard, um, but every time like every time you land a hit on your sister, uh, she kind of she'll like rub rub it and and smile and says, "Wow, you're not you're not the cartographer." <laughs> I uh, learned learned a little bit since mm-hmm. I've been here. Uh, and that goes back and forth, and you watch. Uh, after you demonstrate, you kind of walk through um, and you see everybody, everybody's starting to, at first it was tentative. Their confidence starts to grow. Uh, they start working harder. Uh, Blossom, why don't you describe your reaction to this? Um, are we, are we just watching them spar first? Just for, for a minute or two. And then you all start jumping in with, with a partner. Uh, yeah, I definitely am watching uh, Ariadne spar with her sister with uh, just wide-eyed amazement and adoration, and then I'm very inspired to beat the crap out of Thomas McFan with a rolling pin. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Um, you, he's he's very got that. Uh, you're hurting his man pride. Good, <laughs> as it should be. Yeah. Uh, and so, and you, you guys start to get in a regular rhythm of a couple times a week doing this. You watch the students get better uh, over time. More and more join, um, and your respect with the faculty um, and with the students starts to grow. Where where the unease that was happening sort of at the beginning of this this break over over the months starts to drop. And as you walk through campus, you get the you get the waves and highs and stuff from the the students that have joined in and the and the faculty members as well. 
And so, yeah, your the reputation that you and your sister have on on campus starts to grow as students seem to be able to uh, potentially maybe not die. Yeah, I think I, I think as a, as the weeks progress, um, Ariadne will reach out to Perf- uh, Headmaster Perseverance mm-hmm. and say, "I I was thinking of having a one night camping trip out in the woods." I could teach them to, you know, wayfind a little bit, and I, I think they're they're capable of keeping themselves safe if anything happens. We wouldn't go too far out. He thinks on it for a second. We, um, I've been watching you, and um. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm very. Im- <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'm very impressed, Ariadne, with what you and your sister have done with. With these students, I feel confident in their ability to at least keep one another safe. I think I think it'll it'll do them some good. Uh, my one request is that you do not go too far from. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, but as he says it, I think she's gonna like quickly like bring out like a, like a little array of like a map of what she's made of like their trek out there and where they'll be staying. Yeah. I have it all planned out. I've I've got a I've got a you know. A schedule. Mm. Very well. An agenda. I, I think one night I'm I'm okay with. Oh great, okay, perfect. I I I'll keep you updated. Good. Uh enjoy. Keep them safe. I will. This I will. is on, on you. Okay. Ariadne. More intimidated now, but that's fine. I can do it. Ariadne, you're you're doing very well. Okay, uh, uh, I'll go now. <laughs> he chuckles as you leave. <laughs> Should I get a faint? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you take these students on a nice a nice little camping trip. Um, you were about to say something, Emily? Yeah, I was going to say, maybe before we go out into the woods, I want to have a conversation uh, with Ariadne, just because I'm a little nervous. <laughs> um so I'll probably come find you in your dorm or wherever you're staying. Give a tentative little knock. Uh, come in. Uh, it's Blossom. Uh, hello. I am. Uh... And she's got a loaf of bread, but that's not why she's here. Um, but you've become accustomed now that like anytime she comes to talk to anybody, there's a small treat that will be placed uh, in your room. Uh, so you have a small loaf of sourdough now. Um, Ooh. And she, and she says, uh, "I, uh, I heard about the trip to the woods, and uh, I'm excited, and I want to go. But I, I feel like I should let you know that I, I can feel a presence sometimes. Well, a lot of the time, but in the woods, it's louder somehow. Um, more." omnipresent and I don't know, I don't want to put anybody in danger because I don't know yet what it is that is with me all the time um, so if you think I shouldn't go, um, I'm okay with that, I I don't I I mean are you afraid of it? I'm afraid of 
what it sees in me. Speaking from experience with mysterious things that are watching over you, it's when it doesn't feel scary that you should be worried. She really ponders that and nods thoughtfully. All right. At first, I mean, you know. Sure. I I would still like to know what it is, but if you think it's all right, I mean, I don't doubt your ability to protect everybody, of course. And, and, you, and you got your bread knife, so we're fine. I, I do. I do. And I'll let... She chuckles. I'll let her eat Thomas first. Maybe I'll do that. Um, but J- joking. Uh, sorry, that that was a joke. I'm I'm not always so good with those. Uh, that was that was a joke. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious! The two. I feel like the two most awkward characters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks so much for attending the Fae Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy, uh, And also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code Fayforge on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fandamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefandamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, they have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out. You can do so alongside me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Critz on Twitter and on Twitch. Hi, I'm Emily, or M, and you can find me at Emily Irv, that's E-M-I-L-Y-E-R-V, on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, I'm Kai. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Stonefly Kai. Hey, I'm Adelaide Gardner. You can find me at Oh Adelaide. I'm also in a center stream that's on the Negative 2 Charisma channel, and I'm also the social media manager for esports. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs Podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The Forge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network.
Because I don't know if we're we're, we're holidaying um, uh, the holiday in. <laughs> no, we don't need that. Because now I can just see perseverance like at the holiday in, and then all these oh, ladies God. and we're just lining up at the doors. Uh-huh. Oh. This dick down demeanor. We don't need that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Again, tell your moms about our podcast. We're this is a sinful podcast. I love it. Oh my god! If Perseverance told me to bring four of my friends, I would. <laughs> y'all would never see me again. I've <laughs> <laughs> been that song in so long. <laughs> god. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like a proud DM moment when you like make an NPC super bangable. Like the party is always distracted. Well, I've I've found with our with our party, if I just say like they have a tattoo, then then it's sort of yeah. over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, over. I'm done. That's it. That's all, Daddy? that's all I need. Are you Batman? <laughs> no, that's just a voice he put. I don't even think that's going to be his voice. Like, he just had to, like, not sound like masculine. Mm-hmm. Like, right, yeah. I don't hey, know. You guys, you guys, hey, you guys, got some information? Do you know anything about Willow's song? <laughs> I got mom's money. That might be the scariest, pu- like, person, like, with the high pitch to, like, no, that's true. Have a high pitch don't let, you don't, don't touch me, motherfuckers, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I own <own> this country. <laughs> okay. Uh.